I'm Chris Farrell from Walking the Walking Dead, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual, but you can check out other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Now get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. Silencio. 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 Alright, we ready to f***ing... I'm ready to... We ready no, to... No, my name is... My name is Duck. My name is what? My name I, is what? Du- my name is duck. What? And you know what duck is ready to... What rhymes with duck? Um, rock. Uh, I'm ready to... Is what I you're meant. To, to that's what I meant. To, you're ready I'm, to Darius Rocker? That's what I meant to say. Foo Fighters up in here. Darius Rocker of the Foo Fighters. Wasn't he of Hootie and the Blowfish? I don't know. It's hard to say. Who could know? On episode 104 of. We're not recording. We're not live. Um, no, Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, one of the greatest American bands of all time. I think we can agree on that. All right. Come on. They want, they want you to hold their hand. Like, oh, my head. I want to let go of my hand. Is he in Creed? Well, here on episode 104 of Unqualified Gamers, um, I think that's the number. That is the number. That is the number. I'm Cody. Jonathan, why? Uh, what what are we hoping to accomplish here tonight? Um, I'm looking to entertain. I'm also looking to educate. What's our target audience? I guess. I guess you could. You could say that I am in the edutainment okay. business. Okay. Okay. Um, what? Are, or the intercation. Who business? might enjoy this podcast? I, I can't think of anybody. Me neither. Uh, but we're going to talk anyway about video games, mostly John, because I, y- you played Hyrule I Warriors. I mean, yeah, that's, and that's literally all you did, isn't it? I did. It is actually, I had to pause my game. Actually, I was in the midst of uh, a battle, uh, playing as, um, as, uh, some woman, I don't know what her name is, Lana or whatever it is. Uh, well, <laughs> my Wii U is of course, uh, 15 feet away from my my gamepad, so it's lost connection because Chicago. But uh, I assure you... Yeah, something is really weird in that town because I can sit upstairs in my living room. Yeah, I know that. That's because probably, no one probably lives like in Minnesota. You live in a tundra. You're the only wireless signal of any kind within 300 miles. That is why you have no interference. I, however, live I mean, I'm in... looking across the street out my window, and there's a I house ha- there. Well, like, that's I... weird. I wonder who put it there. It seems useless. Whereas I live in betwixt uh, two people, plus a house next door, and several apartments within 100 feet of me. So I have... Uh, there is... What you could say is I'm mentoring a lagging radioactive, 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 radioactive... Are you <laughs> it really hurt? That really like was very actually quite painful. Are you like bragging about like being more compressed? I don't understand. Like, At what, what point did it here? seem like, did is... that sound like bragging? At what point in your life have you ever heard bragging? I take sounded, that form. It sound, sounded a little holier than thou than than thou. I would be thou. I don't in this speak case. Middle Earth English. 
because Lord of the Rings is stupid and boring and all they do is walk. How do you feel about that? That's the kind of mood I'm in tonight. Actually, I mean, I can't, I guess I can't disagree with I'm in a foul mood, listener, because none of my hardware works properly. I've complained about this. Uh, A listener sent us an email actually offering a solution, and I haven't even read it yet because I've just been sort of pressed. I don't read emails anymore. Who has time to read emails when your webcam doesn't work? No, but actually it is annoying, and uh, I'm just going to buy a brand new Alienware computer next week. I don't even care anymore. People are like, oh, you could do it cheaper. You could uh, build your own. You could uh, replace part. No, I'm just no. I'm going to spend four thousand dollars on a computer, <laughs> literally, mean, I, for just because, just to have it. I mean that. So that is a solution, uh, and that computer will probably last you for a really long time, because when you spend that much on a computer, you often get like a very good rig. So if you did go that route, you could probably use that computer for a long time. I would urge you that you don't need to spend that much and you can still go through a company that offers a warranty and get a decent computer okay i'll think about it but actually i'm not in a bad mood i'm in a great mood uh the weather is really nice daylight saving happened which is of course one of the dumbest things that there is but that's kind of what the world does is stupid things because people used to do them at one point and now they continue to do them because it's easier than changing things. So it's like the tradition of a dry hand job on your yeah, birthday. Yeah, ba- what right? are you talking? Yeah, like the dry the, so the dry hand job on the birthday is fine when you're 11 because you're 11. But like, you know, once you're with the same woman for 25 years, like at age 36, you want more than a dry hand job. You don't just get it cuz it's tradition. Like you would want more than that now. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh so Hyrule Warriors is a pretty good game. Yeah, it's fine. I'm it's about actually to unlock Zant. He's the final secret character. He takes forever to unlock. It's actually not that good of a game. Then I'll finish unlocking it's all the secret characters. Then my goal is to unlock the final two weapons in the game because that unlocks the ultimate power of the Master Sword. So um, the weather here is awesome too. My wife, my son, and I just all went on a walk outside. Your when son we got can't home. walk. No, he can walk. Actually, he walks very well. He didn't walk, though. He was in the stroller. He walks very good. But he really wanted to walk. So, no, I agree. It was 60 degrees here in Minnesota today. That is unprecedented. It has never been 60 degrees in Minnesota, Yeah, actually, in the history of Minnesota, I believe that's accurate. It's never been 60 degrees. So, it was awesome. It was actually very nice. Okay, well, hey, uh, congratulations. What, do you want a f***ing medal? Is that what you want? You want a medal, John? Do you want a medal for being outside? You want a medal for Minnesota? I'm not really a participation medal kind of guy. That's never really been my thing. I wasn't going to give it to you for participating. I was going to give it to you for being the worst. And when I was at at lunch today, I sat in my car with the windows open, which is like one of those things. First of all, I've never had a job where I got a lunch. So, like, you know, I recently started a new job and, and actually get a lunch now. And so I got to sit in, like, the fresh air and eat. That was... It was amazing. It was the best. It was the best. That sounds good. This weekend, I don't. I didn't do anything other than play Hyrule Warriors. You played Hyrule Warriors, yeah. I know you did. No, you actually, I did things. I um, check this out. And at this point, any new listener has left. Like, let's just. Can we just acknowledge that if this, if this was any, if this was any first person's episode. 
Hold on. Let's reverse. If this was any person's first episode, drop my pen. If this was anyone's first episode, there is 0% chance they are still listening at this point. Like, we're watching. Depending. I, I thought my... I thought my dry hand job antic. No, that was... actually would have kept me listening just to see if it led anywhere, which it didn't, which is par for the course for us. But following, I don't know, everything else, this is just, it's just one of those, one of those episodes. So now we can talk to our loyal listening audience on a more personal level. So finally, we can kind of let our hair down. Uh, if you have hair, which you have some of, I have very little of after getting it cut. Um, and we can get real. Yo, what up, listener? Thanks for joining. Dag, yo. Uh, that was, that was it real. Was, it, it was, was real it just was now. hot up in here this weekend. So you didn't actually say anything about what you did this weekend. I, uh, my wife had a bachelorette party that she went to. And so I was, I was married. daddy. She can't go to a bachelorette party. I, uh, was the sole provider for Max our son uh and it was fun i don't know how hard is it, it for you personally to produce breast milk for your son so he's like over one now so he's he's actually off of for we've actually like stopped formula isn't that frightening he's over one like what year old oh okay so we've like we've stopped formula like he's not like isn't that a frightening prospect like I have a child that no longer drinks for, like I don't like know ended he's science old. he's old he's just like he's old he's an old man now no no he's basically two so um yeah I can't produce breast milk though at least not very well well to answer I'll be visiting question. in a couple months and I guess I'll test that theory cheers what are you uh, so yeah that by was... the way is it a magic hat number nine. It is. It's actually like my favorite beer. It's legitimately, I think it's legitimately my favorite beer. Uh, so I was talking to my girlfriend and she had, I've gotten her into podcasts, quote unquote. And she uh-huh. was telling me that uh, she listened to several. And she said, um, there are some really good ones or some really good, interesting ones. But then there's ones where they just, they just kind of like banter, at, but never have any point. They just keep talking. So like, there's no actual subject to the conversation, and it just and I've I've heard podcasts like this. This is like my number one pet peeve about terrible podcasts is when it's them sitting around and there's lots of awkward silences and like nothing interesting, but also more so nothing funny is happening. Like it it wouldn't like Adult Swim has a lot of shows where there's a lot of like weirdness and awkward silences, and that is humorous because that's their thing, but like podcasts where they just sit there and then talk about like yeah like this red light at this corner it's just always red and like every time i go up it's red and i just have to wait for like three minutes and then like it'll turn and then like it'll go a couple car lengths but then i'll it'll, like turn red again and it's just like yeah it's just so annoying and then the other person sh- and all of these podcasts are hosted by valley girls from california no they're podcasted by like dudes and or girl it doesn't matter if all sorts of all walks of life all walking dead, walking living. They may as well be dead because they're so bad. And I feel like today's episode has sunk to that low already, and we're only 37 minutes in. 38. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. You've been doing more talking this episode than you normally do. So I, I don't want to say that the two things are related, but you're, like, you're not very good. Right. So there's that. You know what part of it is? Is I'm I'm upset that we teased last week that you and I would be doing yeah. a project 
that's not video game related. And then that project didn't happen because you I was were dying. dying. No, I like listen, I've had I've had sicknesses and they've kept me like out of doing stuff before. I promise you that this was not one this was not one that you wanted me to be there for the first uh, the first try at this new endeavor. I ju- I promise. You... Like I was in I was in a position where like my head was fuzzy at work because I was in so much pain from this sinus infection that I had. So like I I promise like it would have it's going to be better because we did not record no, that. No, it's just fine. I I, you know, it's people get sick. But you, the way you described it, you said it sounded like you were in just incessant, nonstop, excruciating physical pain. Is that? Is that? I was. I no, I legitimately was. Like my behind. I, it went from it went from being just like a pressure in my head, which I had had for like a week and a half, to pain. Like I don't know if you've had a severe sinus infection, but I had this like horrendous sharp pain behind my eye like somebody was like stabbing me behind my eye and it went all the way down my face on my right side and i've been stabbed in the face before and this kind of felt like that only stabbing from i remember that right yeah yeah that's actually not true i've never been stabbed if i was ever stabbed in the face i think it would have felt like this and then and then it went all the way down to my teeth so it was pretty it was pretty horrendous like and i and i promise it was i was in so much pain that I felt like dizzy and lightheaded. And so I would not have been a good castmate for that evening. I just wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have would been you have good. been a good castaway had you been stranded on an island? I might have been a good ba- bachelor because that was a show that just Would ended. you have joined the Dharma Initiative? That's also on an island. Would you have talked to a coach and name... made love to it and made it your... Let us, let us now name other things on an island. Uh, would you have called me the skipper or the professor? I may have. You certainly wouldn't have been there. Oh. Well, you're entitled to be wrong. Um, I did go to a pretentious bar this weekend in Wicker Park. Were the drinks like like $9 a piece? Wait, all the drinks are $9 a piece. There. Yeah. Were the drinks like $14 13. a piece? <clears throat> but the um, place is called Violet Hour. Uh, they have very, very... That's so- that sounds pretentious. Oh my gosh, uh, it's very pretentious. Um, really good. Highly recommend it. For I had friends in town. Actually, two pharmacy majors from Drake, uh, Ben and Katie. I don't think you know them, but uh, they're awesome. They're a couple years younger than we are. Uh, they're awesome. They were in town, and Ben really likes beer a lot. Like he brews his own. He's got like three different kinds. He can tell you the science behind how yeast ferments and like the chemical processes behind it um so he's a bit of a nerd with that stuff you know pharmacy major pharmacists are usually nerds also usually really really antisocial, awkward and and horrific looking and have terrible webcams um but he he was he's none of those things actually so um but so i was thinking to myself well you've been to some bars in the city you've you've had some good food we should go to the violet hour well they'll have a lot of drinks you've never tried before their thing is like they have like the best mixologists in the city so they make really interesting drinks. They have apparently three or four separate ice buckets that each produce a different type of ice because different drinks call for different types of ice. Are there any feces Probably. in their drinks? So it's like very meticulously made, and there's some very, very good liquor there. They, For example, there's a scotch, and I don't remember what it was called, so don't ask me. Shut up. Uh, there's a scotch that is a single-barrel 
What was it, it was called? a whiskey, actually. Yeah, it was what was a single it barrel whiskey that they had, and he said it's not commercially available, but they but they bought the barrel from this distillery and had them bottle it for them. So it's a single barrel whiskey, which means that all the whiskey came from the same barrel, which I guess is good. No, that's a is thing. it a thing? So it's it a thing. single barrel, so they had them bottle it or whatever, uh, and it was it was ninety proof. And I went there a few weeks ago, and the bartender got me and my girlfriend a shot of it. And just at the end, like, oh, thanks for the drinks. Cheers. We'll have this. And it was so smooth. Like, it required less of a chaser than a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew might require. Which, for me, as a gamer, as an actual gamer, not a faux gamer like you, I had a straight hair. I had to adjust it. That's why I'm stroking my head right now, by the way. Uh mm-hmm. Unlike you, I, a real gamer, enjoy Mountain Dew. But, like, it was that smooth. And um, my girlfriend was just like, if you brought this to a college party, you would kill three people. Like, it was just that smooth. So um, when we went back over the weekend, I had a cocktail made with that whiskey, and that was $18. But probably worth it. Probably. Why would you mix it if it was so good by well, itself? It, it was pretty much it by itself, but with a couple other like herbs and spices. I don't know. It's like KFC's recipe. Like chicken is good enough on its own, but when you throw in a little Colonel Sanders, it's like chicken in your mouth. So you're saying that this was the KFC of whiskey? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't actually make it sound that good. Have you ever had KFC? They have a mm. secret recipe that's locked in a vault. I'm not kidding. I've seen the vault. I mean, I I guess I believe you that there's a vault. You didn't know there was a vault. I, I, actually, All right, I listener, don't if you're watching live, it doesn't Google ma- Hangouts right now. Please explain to John that there's a vault. Do you know what they call the keeper of the vault, who is a sorcerer? No. Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. Were we? A di- I fucking hate you. Were we uh, were we debuting a new? Se- well, this is supposed to be the first thing we were going to do on this show. Were we going to debut a new segment? Going this- to edit out the first twenty minutes of this podcast because I've been so bad. Of this show. This is going to be a special feature on the blooper reel. Um, what else is going on Holy. in your life? I want to know. How's the life and kid? Have you guys gone on a walk lately? Swear to God. So we, Cody and I talked about a new feature called the, what was it called? You named it. Uh, The qualifying ground. The qualifying round, where we were going to take a turn because you you really wanted to make, what's wrong with you? You wanted to make this appeal to people that may not have been, but everybody stopped listening already anyway. So uh, the idea behind this was to take a term that we were going to discuss, um, we were going to discuss on the show, and we were going to explain it. It was going to be a term that is basically specific to gamers, right? Like, lingo that you and I throw around when we're talking, these hip kids talking jive on the street, that jive to which I am referring, uh, that gamer jive, is something that, like, you as the listener, you know, we might take that for granted. That you might not know what we're talking about when we use a term, right? So, uh, for instance, this week... I'm going to talk about Heroes of the Storm. Cody's not going to talk about anything, thank God. Uh, And Heroes of the Storm is uh, classified as a MOBA, all right? Which, if you know nothing about them, you would have no idea what that means. So, for qualifying round this week, our term is going to be MOBA. Round one of qualifying round. The term 
is MOBA. So MOBA Back to you, is, and John. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm explaining it right now. So MOBA is... You need to shut your mouth. So uh, MOBA stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. And I've talked about this before. If you go back and listen to episode somewhere in the 80s, I would I would guesstimate, or in the maybe the 90s, 80s or 70s, who knows, somewhere long, long ago, I talked about League of Legends. And I've talked about League of Legends multiple times throughout. It's a thread that has run throughout this show ever since I started playing it last year. Uh, but League of Legends is a MOBA. And again, that stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. And what that is, is it's a, it's a relatively, relatively new genre of game. Um, it's actually been around for a while, but it got legitimized as like an actual thing when League of Legends, and I'll get a bunch of crap from this from, from Dota players, but when League of Legends made like a specific, they made like the first specific product that was a MOBA. So Dota, which was the very first MOBA, D-O-T-A, which stands for Defense of the Ancients, came out within Warcraft 3 which was a real-time strategy game that Blizzard made. And it was just a mod that some guy made. Some guy made, some guy named Ice Frog made this mod called Dota. And what characterizes a MOBA as a genre is there are different, different characters from which you can pick. And the characters all have different characteristics. Um, some of them may be ranged fighters. Some of them may be melee fighters. Some of them may be magic ranged users some of them may be magic melee users right some of them may be like tanks like they may get really defensive stats as they level up some of them may basically get only offensive stats and they may be kind of like glass cannons right so um, you can pick from a variety of champions and it's typically five on five there are some variations in various games where it's more or less than that most of the time less than that um, so it's five on five, and there is a what you could the the goal of the creators of MOBAs is to create as balanced of an experience between characters as possible. So the characters like vary wildly in terms of their abilities and skill sets, but at like at optimal play, one is not, not like stronger than like objectively stronger than another one so that you can create these interesting teams of five that can be even with each other if played to like the best of those characters abilities right and then the game is pretty much always set up in various lanes so there's going to be uh, a nexus at each side there's going to be a, a a main structure at each side of the map and the goal of the game is to destroy that. And then to get to that structure, there are there are usually three different lanes that your characters can walk down. There's a top, a middle, and a bottom. And they can go... They, the lane goes straight from one side of the map to the other, from one building to the other. And along that lane are various towers that are um, very powerful they can destroy heroes very quickly like they could if your character just walked up to a tower and tried to bash it in and this is this goes for all MOBAs um the tower would destroy you so there's also things that are called minions 
that are constantly being spawned by each of these structures on each side of the map for each team. The minions are walking from one side of the map to the other. They're fighting each other. Your characters can also kill minions. And the minions are there to basically take tower shots while your heroes are there fighting the towers to destroy them. So eventually all the towers in one lane are destroyed. You can then reach the main building. Your team destroys that building and you win the game. Yeah. That is generally how MOBAs work. And the one that we liked is called Awesome Knots, which is mm-hmm. a site, which is a, it's an interesting because it's a platforming MOBA. So it's a platform game like Mega Man or Mario where you jump up and down and go left and right and it's a two-dimensional, but it's set up the way other MOBAs are set up. Other MOBAs generally, at least Dota and League of Legends, the, mo- the two most popular, are set up like tr- strategy games. Uh, where in, ge- in general, MOBAs are from a, of a top-down isometric yes. view. So, top- so, so they're kind of they're kind of like a three-quarters perspective. Yeah. Um, awesome Knots was a 2D perspective side-scroller. So there's that. I was dumbing it down a little bit extra for those who are still confused. This is the qualifying round, John. The first... The first round, or episode, as it were, of the qualifying round. So, yeah. So that's what MOBAs are, and they are. Uh, they quickly, when I started playing League of Legends, they quickly became my very, very favorite genre of game. There is a, they're they're completely competitive, which I really appreciate, and it was definitely not something that I. Like, I've never really been a competitive gamer at all, honestly. I've never been. But once I started playing League of Legends, like, that's all I wanted to do was play League of Legends. And I and you pretty much always play it against other human beings. So, and, and in League of Legends, there's about 100 and... I want to say there's like 115 champions now from which to choose. So the combinations of team are endless, right? I mean, they're, it's huge, the team variation. So... Um, I, I fell really down, really deep down that hole of playing that game. Um, and I had I've, I had le- slightly less fun with that game than I had with World of Warcraft at its heyday. But League of Legends might be like the second best game experience that I've ever had. Was when I really got into that. Right? So, um, but here's the problem. A game of League of Legends from start to finish takes roughly an hour because there is the matchmaking part of it where you have to wait for a match to be found there is the drafting portion of the game and uh, league of legends uses a a a drafting system where in 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 like the the main competitive version of the game you don't just all pick your characters and go the first player will ban some characters that they do not want to be used by either team. And then the second team will do that. And they'll do that one character at a time until each team has three bans. And then you'll pick your team in a snake draft. So the first the first player will pick their, their champion. And then two players from the opposing team will pick their champions. And then two players from the first team will, and so on and so forth, until everybody's picked their champions. And then you'll load into the map, and then you'll start. That whole process takes about 10 minutes. It can take slightly longer than that too if people take more time with their picks it does yeah because like there's some strategy that is supposed to happen during that phase of the game and then you actually get into the game and the games typically last of league of legends typically last from anywhere from 25 minutes to 45 minutes so when all is said and done you know you're looking at 45 minutes to an hour of time 
that you are committing to a single game of League of Legends. Now, keep in mind, you cannot pause the game. So, I mean, there are a lot of people that are in situations where that's not a problem. I now have a child and a wife. So, the chances of me being able to get through an hour of uninterrupted time are incredibly low. It, like, they're just incredibly low. It was low. actually such... It got to the point where last year at Gen Con... In the one section of the e-gaming area, they had League of Legends, and you spent some, you bought some generic tickets for time to go play League of Legends at Gen Con because you had uninterrupted League of Legends time, correct? Yeah, and it, and, and honestly, I would a hundred percent do it again because it just it was a, it was a chance to do something that I really really enjoy that I didn't get a chance to do at home anymore. Um, so that was really fun. There was a very fun time that I was playing games, but then once Max came, there just wasn't time for League of Legends anymore. So I've always kind of been trying to chase that a little bit, um, that experience again. And Awesome Knots is is uh, is a good filler for that, and I have actually played it a little bit since I we had Max. The problem is that Awesome Knots is not a level playing field when you're playing the game on PC. So it allows you to use a gamepad for for play, but it also allows you to use keyboard for input as well. And so the people that are playing on keyboard are matched in the same matches as the people that are playing on the gamepad. And so in Awesome Knots, the people with the keyboards tend to have the advantage because a key a mouse, I don't care who you are, in general, a mouse and keyboard is going to be much more precise than the joysticks on a gamepad. So the people on a keyboard have much more precision and they have a very obvious advantage in Awesome Knots. And you can tell when somebody's using a mouse and keyboard a lot of the time. So Awesome Knots like fills that role a little bit, but the real joy of the MOBA comes from having like a very balanced game between the two teams and having the game swing back and forth over the, over the course of the game that you're playing. So I've been kind of ca- chasing this MOBA dragon for a while. Um, and I got a, an email about a month ago that said, hey, you've been selected to be in the closed beta for Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm is Blizzard's answer to the MOBA. So Blizzard, as you know, is like my favorite developer of all time. They make, they make I, I think they make the highest quality games of like any games that I've ever played. And so I got all excited. I was like, all right, well, I'm totally going to try this out. And I didn't really get a chance to do it until about two weeks ago. So I... Uh, I got in there, and they have about 30 champions from which to choose. And Blizzard's take on the MOBA genre is to have more maps, which is kind of an interesting take. So League of Legends literally has always existed and been played on a single map, kind of like a basketball court, right? So, like, the actual logistics of the map never change like in terms of the placement of stuff it has always been the same and that has been by design because they want the variability to come with the difference between the champions right makes sense yeah and now league of legends has become a big a big uh esport and so like it's it's become generally well accepted that like you you can't change the map at this point because it needs to be if it needs to be a competitive field the field has to remain the same. Like, you wouldn't go change a soccer field. You wouldn't go change a basketball court if you've got, like, a competitive 
game going on there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least not without a lot of deliberation. Blizzard has said what we're going to do is we are going to um, change the map. So we're going to have like five different maps that you can play on, and they're all going to have slight differences. And we're going to have these different quirks and objectives to each map that if you complete will grant your team a large power spike for a period of time. So to give you an example, um, there's one map where there are these neutral camps of monsters in the middle of the map, and there's a day and night cycle on this map. And when night spawns, if you go kill these plants in the middle of the map, they drop seeds. And if your team reaches 100 seeds, they spawn this giant plant monster that you can control that just goes and destroys the other player's towers very easily. And can kill some of the enemy champions, right? That's one example. Another one is, there's another map where there's only two lanes. There's a top lane and a bottom lane. And your characters can enter some mines uh, at various points throughout the match. They'll open up. And you can go kill some enemies there, collect some items down there, and they will unlock a... um, They'll unlock a big golem that walks across the map is not controlled, just walks across the map and destroys structures. And the person that, the team that um, that gets the most skulls has the stronger golem, right? Um, and so there's various maps like this. I think there's like five or six maps in the game already, and they plan on introducing more maps. And the map is chosen randomly at the start of the match. Hmm. Um, and so there's some really good variability there in terms of like, the, the power spikes from these objectives are so strong that you always have to play for the objectives to be competitive in the game. Um, and so, every time, like, every time you play the game, it feels a little different, because you're, like, you're doing different objectives compared to a different map. Um, the, the, the other kind of cool thing about it is they've really simplified things. So I didn't really talk about the champions at all when I talked about MOBAs, but... In a general MOBA, your champions have four abilities, and sometimes a passive ability, and you level up your character. Your character goes from level one to whatever the MOBA says it goes up to. And as they level up, they put points into different abilities, um, and that makes the abilities stronger. So, and each character levels up individually in like every other MOBA that I've played. In this game... In Heroes of the Storm, your characters all level up at the same time. So they share a giant experience pool that they can all contribute to, but then your team is always of the same strength. So it keeps there from it keeps there from being a very apparent like weak link. Because part of the problem with, with this genre of game is the community can be a little aggressive. Uninviting. Uninviting. And so and they take a long time to learn. So if you're the weak link on a team, it's very common for you to be criticized pretty strongly by your team. Like That's a very common thing to happen. So this game eliminates that, not completely, but it definitely eliminates it a little bit by having a shared experience pool. So that's kind of nice. Hmm. They've also done away with some of the other mechanics that, that MOBAs generally have that simplify the game. Um, and then the biggest selling point for me is that a match in general, lasts about 20 minutes. And so it's a game that I have found that I have an easier time sitting down and being able to play, like, one match at a time. And don't get me wrong, like, 
it still has to be uninterrupted time. This is another game you cannot pause, obviously. But I tend to be able to find 20 minutes here and there to be able to play a single round of this of this game compared to a game like League of Legends. Because an hour is a lot more... It's it's it, An hour in like general is not a lot more time than 20 minutes, but like when you're me right now, it's a lot more time. Yeah, that's like almost twice as long. Exactly. So, um... The, the game, and here's here's what I would say to you about Heroes of the Storm. It's going to be released eventually. It's still going to, it's still in closed beta right now. I imagine they'll eventually have an open beta, because that's the way Blizzard generally generally does things. Their closed betas oftentimes last um, a, a brief period of time, because they're just ironing out the, the logistical kinks before they, they send it live. So they'll, they'll open a beta sometime. And then once they do that, and you can just get into it, I would recommend this be the first MOBA you try if you are a MOBA virgin. Because it is a very simplified version of the of the genre. Now that's not to say that it doesn't have depth, because it has a lot of depth. But one of the other like, to give you another example, um, in League of Legends and in every other MOBA that I can think of, um, there's items that you can buy that like modify your character in some way that give you special powers etc there's nothing to buy in heroes of the storm they've completely done away with the shop with items so the variability between your character from game to game comes from talents that you unlock so like every three levels you unlock a talent that modifies one of your abilities and you can choose from like five different things so ideally you like never have the same talent build you could play the same character in multiple games but you can have a different talent build each time, so the character will feel different when you play it. How are they making money then? So they make money. They make money the same way, and this is a free-to-play game. They make money the same way that League of Legends does. What they will do is they will have champions that you can use that rotate from week to week. There's an in-game currency called gold, um, and it's the only currency. So. You can play a particular champion, and then once it goes off of rotation, you won't be able to play that champion again unless you buy that champion with gold. A champion can cost like 10,000 gold. So then you can have that champion and play whenever you want, um, and you accumulate gold as you play the game through quests that they offer as well as through matches. You'll just get a small amount of gold for matches. Like in Hearthstone. Right. And then... uh, after, like, you could technically unlock all of the characters with money that you have earned from playing the game. Or you could just buy a character for a certain amount of money. They just say, like, six ninety nine. So, like, you click on that and you pay six ninety nine, and you have that character unlocked just as if you had unlocked it with gold. And then they also, just like League of Legends, have different skins for the characters in the game that will modify both the character's appearance as well as the character's abilities. Which you have proven is something people spend money on. Because that is something you spend money on. Absolutely. Half the reason I'm playing through the additional adventure modes in Hyrule Warriors is to unlock additional costumes. Ooh, I haven't used Link's alternate costume I unlocked yet. Thanks for reminding me. I'm glad I could. So that's how they're making that's how they're gonna make money. Is they're going to um, they're just going to have these different skins for the different characters that will modify the way they look. Won't affect the way they play at all. And that's it. That's as easy as the formula gets. League of, League of Legends has been making money hand over fist this way. 
So I imagine that Blizzard's not going to have any problems making a bunch of money this way either. Cool. And have you found the community? Well, it's the beta, but how do you find the community in this game? Um, there has been some s- similar people to League of Legends. It's not nearly as bad, though. Um, I think in ge- in general, you know, I've played a lot of Blizzard games. Um, in general, the Blizzard community tends to be a little more inviting than some other communities. Um, that's not to say there aren't like fringe members that are jerks because in any community you have those. But I think the majority of people in Blizzard communities tend to be a little, a little nicer. Okay. So it's less awful than League of Legends. Yeah. And that's another reason why it's probably a really, it's in fact, I know it is. It's a really good starting point for the MOBA genre. It really is. Awesome. Yeah. And they they have a really great, uh, and this is going to sound kind of silly, but they have a really great tutorial. Um, the tutorial is super, it's, it's not serious at all. They make fun of the, all of the tropes in the MOBA genre. Um, it's, it's like generally, it's, it's genuinely funny and fun. And it, 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 it takes you through like all of the things that you're going to be doing in this game to be a successful player at Heroes of the Storm. But Blizzard is always been like that a little oh yeah for for sure absolutely they've always been good at that but i'm just i'm giving props to something where when props are due like it deserves to be recognized because it's an excellent tutorial yeah excellent yeah so i really once it comes out i think i really think this is the one to start with and take a look at i really i really am and where did you get the beta invite from from blizzard so like if you go to battle.net um if you if you have played any Blizzard game in the past, like, 10 years, you've had to make a Battle.net account. So if you go into your Battle.net account on the computer and you uh, go into... and you, There's, like, a tab for beta interest. If you... It's, like, an opt-in thing. You can say, I'm interested in being in this beta. So I did that about three months ago and eventually got the invite to the closed beta because of that. So you can go in there and say, I'm interested in the Heroes of the Storm beta. Click on that and save that. And eventually, you may get an invite to the closed beta. Eventually, like I said, they will open the beta because I think they always do. They will open the beta and you'll be able to to get it. Anybody will be able to try it out. Hmm. And I will say that you know normally with a beta situation, um, at the end of a beta, they wipe everything and everybody starts from the same place at the start of the at the start of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody so they would like take away anything people unlocked once the main game came out. Yeah. Just to start everybody from square one. They're not doing that in this case. Anything that you buy will remain on your account um in the the full game. And the reason for that in this particular case is that the hero that in, and this is this is true for all MOBAs. The hero that you play, the first time that you play a hero, will be the same as the hero that you play 200 times later when you've played that hero 200 times. Because they always start in the same place at the start of every game. So, like, there's no advantage to having more characters unlocked once this game is released. So you're going to, like... Like, I will have multiple characters unlocked when this game is released, and you would come in and you would have nothing unlocked... And I have no advantage other than my experience with the game system. Like my char- like having characters unlocked doesn't give you any advantage. Hmm. 
So it's not a, it's really not a big deal that they are allowing progress to save throughout the beta. Well, um, I want in, so make that happen. Well, you have to make that happen. You have to go to your balance. I just told you how. Like, you no, literally know. don't listen to me. No, I know, but I want you to do it for me. Okay, what's your... What's your uh, so I need your bank account login information then to make this okay. happen. I just, you know, I just sent it to a guy in Nigeria. Let me just forward you that email. Okay, yeah, no, that's great because then I can get into your bank account and I can sign you up for the Heroes of the Storm beta. Okay, yeah, because you have to pay for it, right? You said it was thirty nine ninety nine a month for the beta. Yeah, for the open yeah, for the open beta because the closed beta is free, but the open beta then you have to pay forty bucks a month. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I said. Okay, cool, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. I'm glad that I listen to everything you say. I'm glad that I look so good looking today. Get this game when it comes out. I think it I'm will. serious. I'm serious. This is this is legitimately the one. It is. And the the games take less time, which is really nice, and there are there are clear objectives for which you are supposed to go. I think the ga- the game just like this this genre really is brand new. I mean, in the in the in the scope of gaming, it is one of the newest genres of games, and so it has the most leaps of iteration that are going to happen in the next in in like the next few years. Like the two D platformer at this point is pretty much perfected. Like you're not going to see a ton of new advancement in that particular genre. The first person shooter has been around forever. You're not going to see like a ton of advancement in that genre. You may see a couple of new ideas that are fun. But they're not going to, like, fundamentally change it, right? There's going to be stuff coming out in the MOBA scene that's going to fundamentally change the way these games are played because there's so many things that haven't been tried yet because it is so new. So of the the big MOBAs that have been released so far, like, this is, I think, the most accessible. It's the most streamlined. Um, And it might be the most fun. Well, and, I mean... Blizzard's in a pretty good way right now because uh, Blizzard, I mean, Blizzard games have a very storied history of being competitive tournament games, right? Like, I mean, StarCraft is the biggest sport in South Korea and has been for 13 years or whatever. Actually, I think League of Legends is now. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. Wow. Yeah, I think League of Legends is now. Well, StarCraft was... StarCraft was, for sure. For over a decade. Yeah, and StarCraft 2 is also still a pretty big eSport game. Hearthstone has kind of blown up into that. Like, Hearthstone is huge in the eSports arena. Right, exactly. So Blizzard, like, is no stranger to eSports, and then MOBAs are the hottest eSport, right? Like, the biggest eSports in the world are League of Legends and Dota, I believe. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like, by a mile. So now you've got Blizzard, who is no stranger to esports, and they're getting into the genre that is like the biggest esport. I mean, it makes perfect sense, and it's going to be really interesting to see like what happens because I just I don't know. I mean, we'll probably I, be watching stadiums packed with people watching Heroes of the Storm tournaments a year from now, right? I would love that. That would be awesome. I don't see, I don't see it being able to crack the League of Legends. Like they would have to they're gonna have to figure out a way to create the production value that is that is 
currently being done surrounding League of Legends larger events. Because, like, the Worlds event for League of Legends that I watch every year and have been for two years now, the, the production value is insane. I mean, it is, it, is, um, it is an awesome sight to behold. Like, it is amazing. So they would need to find something similar. Like, they would need to figure out a way to do that and play it up the same way. Oh, because I haven't watched that much Hearthstone or StarCraft stuff. It's not the same. They don't have a big production? like uh... Not even close. Okay. Yeah, not even close. So I think, I think I've actually had you watch some of the the competitive League of Legends stuff, haven't I? Haven't you oh, watched I've, some of I've that? Oh, I've watched on my own. I mean, it's, it's literally ESPN quality. Yeah, it's incredible. So, um, yeah, I think they would, they would kind of need to figure that out. And I trust Blizzard to be able to do that. I mean, they're definitely a company that could do that. But it's not going to be an overnight thing. And they have to build up a fan base. I mean, the game has to get into everybody's hands first. If, as a, just by definition, as a closed beta, only certain people can play it right now. And there's a big buzz. Like, there's definitely a buzz that is surrounding this game right now in the mobile community. Um, but it's still so small because there's a lot of people that can't play it. It'll get big. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Most Blizzard games will, especially if it's, it's on the Battle.net dashboard, right, or whatever. Yep. Yeah, which is different than Steam because of the Battle.net dashboard. Instead of having 400 games in your library, there are like five. Yep. StarCraft 2, Warcraft 3, War, you know, all those. It's just Yeah, they're slightly, it's definitely easier to look at. Yeah, way simpler and fewer options and all that. I haven't picked up Hearthstone in a while. I probably should. Uh, you don't have to. It's totally the type of game where you can put it down for a couple of months, come back to it, and still have fun playing it. That's true. It does. It does. That does happen. Unlike Hyrule Warriors, which you have to you have to obviously play eighteen hours a day until you complete it. I don't even know what you're doing. Um, you don't even know what you're doing. Well, I I do it to it to a degree. Are we done talking about Heroes of the Storm? We are. I've got nothing else to say about it other than get your hands on it when you can. Yeah. No, I, I think I probably will. Uh, so as soon as you sign me up for the closed beta, I'll be good. Like I said, just need your bank account information. So there's that. Um, so Hyrule Warriors is one of those games where you have so much to unlock that you you set miniature goals within that. Like in Batman Arkham City, we've discussed there are like 500 Riddler trophies, which are all optional, right? So you might say, like, let's say you check at the end of the game, and you're like just in some spot in the middle of the map and there's like for simplicity's sake let's say there's 10 areas and you notice there's like 20 riddler trophies per area so that's a couple hundred well in one of the areas you have 18 riddler trophies so you're like well hey i'll get an achievement on my xbox 360 if i go get those two other ridley trophies in that area to complete the 20 out of 20 in that area so i'm gonna go do that and then you do that and then maybe you're like Well, that puts me at 148 total trophies. So if I get two more, then that puts me at 150. So maybe I'll go get two more random trophies. So then you go do that. And, like, that's what you do. You set small goals internally in your mind. And you're like, okay, I'll reach that. And then you reevaluate and you say, okay, do I want to do the next thing? Do I want to do the next thing? And that's how I am uh, uh, operating with Hyrule Warriors. Um, Like, there are four secret characters in the adventure mode map. You can unlock these characters as playable characters. So between all the DLC 
and um, all these and the three characters I got in adventure mode. So now I've got like all these playable characters, but there's one missing that one question mark in the the character select screen, and that bothers me because I think there's a sense of completionism slash right, something. To- and something is wrong with you. Slash addiction, slash maybe a little obsessive compulsiveness that makes you want, like you don't want to have that one question mark. So I was like, well, I'm going to go through adventure mode and, and unlock stuff on the way, but my goal is to unlock that final secret character. But then, by the time I unlock that secret character, I have now unlocked a bunch of other stuff, and now I'm within like two levels of getting the final two weapons in the game. And you can't unlock the full potential of the Master Sword and all its abilities or whatever until you unlock all of the weapons in the game. So currently, quite literally, uh, I mean, I can't play it here because signals, um, but currently I'm I'm about to get the final secret character and then great. Then over the next week or so, I'll get those two other weapons and then we'll see what I want to do. Um... At that point, then I'll have, like, four squares or tiles to complete in adventure mode. So I might as well, like, just finish the map, right? And then that'll have a feel kind of accomplished. Like, oh, yeah, I did the whole map. Cool. I don't know. Um, and then maybe just play around a little bit with one of the other three maps I got. But I'll probably just take a break for a while or not. I don't know. That's the nice thing about games with an insane amount of content. Uh you can kind of just play it forever, or you can not. They upped the level cap in Hyrule Warriors to 200, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that patch. That's something we needed. I beat the game at 45, with one character. The rest of the characters were like 20. So, there's that. So, before we go further, I just looked at our Q&A page, and we've actually got a couple of questions on the Q&A thing. What? Yeah. So, uh, oh, let's run through them real quick here. Um... Betty Page asked, it's not overloaded with microtransactions. I'm assuming she means here's the storm, which which I was just talking about. Yeah, actually, sorry, I didn't mean to move that. And actually, time. yeah, actually, no, there are no microtransactions in it, other than the you can buy a character if you want, if you don't want to save up the gold for it by playing the game, or you can uh, buy the skins for the characters that literally don't change the power of the character at all. They just change the way it looks. So that's it. And so those microtransactions are completely optional, and they don't alter they don't alter your power as a player in the game at all. Cool. Good answer. Uh, next question. Do you guys play games and show them? You have in the past. I have in the past as well. We haven't in a while. I don't know. Time has decreased for our ability to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes. Um, what I'd like to eventually do actually at some point is should the technology allow it is capture John and I over a Google Hangouts like setting while showing gameplay. The problem is that currently we are only able to capture gameplay natively from PC games. That's actually less of a problem for you, but for me, like I play a lot of Wii U and uh, sometimes PS3 or Xbox 360, but I can't capture that footage, so that's annoying. Yeah, I don't even know how you would capture footage from a Wii U. You can, I mean, you can just get a box that attaches to your computer, an HDMI box, and it runs through that. Um, like going from a VCR to your TV, basically. Right. So it's possible, but then at the other, on the other hand, all I've been playing is Wii U, and uh, Nintendo has various restrictions on showing footage of its games on YouTube now, so I don't even know what I can. I don't want to deal with that whole thing. Um 
But but for PC games in the future, like Risk of Rain, for example, I'll make a local recording, and if we talk about that game, I'll be able to overlay that on our video. So long story short, not really, but we would like to show more gameplay footage in the future to answer that question. Um, yeah. There's another question from the same person. But. Another question from the same person. Do you just talk about games is what he said. And yes, on this show, that is pretty much it. But we do a lot of other... We, we don't just talk about them. Um, we do have Let's Play videos and un, a couple unboxing parody videos that are kind of entertaining. We also, talk, we also kind of talk about gaming news sometimes if it's something we find relevant or just interesting to us. And we also talk about gamer culture. Yeah, a little bit. Um, to a degree. Um, like we... Uh, there we go. Um, we, uh, for example, for several months, we did not address Gamergate, but then I got really drunk one night and by myself recorded a 20-minute bit about it. So um, that's all we—that's all the time we spent on that. Um, but occasionally, like, we did spend the better part of an episode talking about um, the eSports League separating, like, male competitors and female competitors in StarCraft and things like that. So um, so we've tackled some topics. Other ones we ignore. It's kind of whatever. Uh but there's some really uh, – there is a bit more variety if you want to go to our YouTube channel, which is where you are right now, actually. You're looking at us, so why am I saying that? But it's, it's YouTube.com slash UnqualifiedPodcast, um, or go to UnqualifiedGamers.com, and you can find all of our like podcasts and, and all the various things we do. I also make memes from time to time. We have some really good Castlevania Symphony of the Night memes, so we do a little bit of a variety here and there. Um, mostly podcasts because john and i mostly don't have time to do anything else but work and have family time so there's that but uh we do the best we can yeah with what we've got i don't know what that means we try to i don't know put cool stuff on the internet that people think are funny or entertaining so there's that yeah we try god knows i have failed quite a bit uh tonight we tried and then we got another question in the q and a well it's not a question but betty page said haha don't even get me started on gamergate lol uh we won't (laughs) again we've never actually talked i don't think we've ever said those words on this podcast on our main podcast so we won't get it yeah it's not it's not a subject that we except for the thing that i got really drunk which actually right it's not a subject that we that we that we choose really to to discuss um yeah except for the drunk one and actually you actually put it best when you said that i sounded more articulate and uh and logical on that drunken solo podcast than i usually do on a regular podcast. really than you've ever sounded on a regular podcast yeah pretty much i was told that actually but i had my girlfriend listen to it as well and she was like you're incredibly articulate and this is like really well thought out and structured were you going off like a script and i was like no i was drunk <laughs> so i think the solution to most of your problems is just get wasted before you have to do anything kind of really i think i should have been drinking tonight i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me tonight i'm just kind of all over the place um, there's a lot on my mind. I have a lot of YouTube ideas. I posted a YouTube video the other day. Did you see that? I did. I actually watched it. Yeah. It was terrible. It happened. It wasn't... I felt stronger. It was awful. Uh, oh, it, was aw- it was the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen. So, but um, actually, on a lot of... Uh, several of our last, most recent episodes, um, viewer slash listener, you, I've teased this limited edition uh, 20th anniversary PlayStation 4 story, basically. Um, long story, go check out the video. I made a video on flipping consoles, and uh, I do not own a PlayStation 4. Is the long of is the short of it? It's actually it's actually a pretty interesting video. Go check it out if you haven't yet. I think it's it's. 
I don't think it's that interesting. I think I'm explaining a very, very basic principle of basic economics that most people, I I feel, should be aware of if they choose to have a very strong opinion of something. Like, don't have that opinion unless you're a little educated about it, is all. So, for the people that basically, like, had this violently averse reaction to a thing that some people were doing, you should probably understand the concept behind it before freaking out about it. That's all. Could I have been any more vague? Possibly. I'm not really sure. So there's that. Thing that happened, but so yeah, I did do a thing on YouTube though, so that was exciting. We posted a video other than just our podcast. So that's also something that we do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do more lads plays, but you know, maybe this summer when the weather's crappy and I don't feel like going outside. Yeah, that makes that sounds right. That sounds right. Right. So um, yeah. So how much? Um, what do you are you get this week? Are you just gonna do more? Here's the storm. Do you think, or do you want to start anything new? Or you know, I, I don't know. Like I, because I have been playing Hyrule Warriors a lot too. And I, no, it's not a good game. It's according to it's you. not a good game, and I 100 stand by that. I will not change my mind on that. It's not a good. game. I know, I know. You refuse to falter in any way about that. that. Being said. I'm playing adventure mode now, and I'm finding it kind of obnoxious, but I'm still playing it. And I don't know what the hell is wrong with me, but I find it kind of obnoxious. Like I, I It's because you're unlocking stuff. I, I think it's just because like, like I'm looking to just turn my head off, like my brain off. Which is which is something that this game 100 percent provides. So I think that's what it is. I think I'm just like, I think I'm just looking to turn my brain off and just kill a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like the, like it's uh, com- the episode. It's completely mechanically uncomplicated. Yeah. And so, like, you don't, you don't have to, like, there's no, like, twitch movements or anything. There's no, like, you don't have to have fast reactions. You just have to hammer a button a couple of times and then hammer another button. And that, that creates a combo that just destroys everything on the screen. Like that's what you have to do multiple times, and there's like there's a satisfaction to that. I think because you got the game, we are now uh, reaching the point where we may have on this podcast, not this episode, but on our series on Unqualified Gamers, the podcast, we may have surpassed the amount of talking we did about Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think it might be. I don't think that's true. I don't... The running gag, the first like. 30 or 40 episodes was how I constantly, we talk, constantly talked about Final Fantasy 13 too. I think Hyrule Warriors is getting up there because our episodes are longer than they used to be. We used to only do like 40 or 45 minute episodes. Ours are closer to an hour or more now. Those were the best days. Were they? Yes. Well, we're going to finish before nine so you can go to Betty Bye. Thank God. So there's that. Um, I also made a guest appearance on the Gunna Geek podcast. Um, we are part of the Gunna Geek Network. There's a lot of really cool shows. I was on All Things Good and Nerdy, which I've been on several times before. I love those guys. Very fun. They talked about my hair the whole time. So apparently anyone I podcast or broadcast with is obsessed with my hair. I guess I'm that good looking. It's mostly so, how much we hate your hair. Great. Well, thank you for thinking that I'm very good looking. You're, you're uh, astute in that particular observation is all that I have well, to say about that. We'll probably be back next week, don't you think? With probably. A, with another episode of Unqualified probably. Gamers? Probably. All we're going to do is talk about... Hi- we're just going to rename ourselves the Hyrule Warriors cast, actually. In the meantime, 
listener, you should check us out at unqualifiedgamers.com and go play some video games because they're really fun. Yes. And if you would like us to talk about anything in particular, we're always down to download uh, mobile games or try out little indie games or beta builds of something or whatever. Um, best way to probably message us is to email us at unqualifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I do see that we have an email in our inbox from our good friend slash listener Ryan, who is on our 99th episode. I have not read it yet because my notifications cleared on my phone and I was not reminded later that we had an email. But normally I see we have emails and actually reply to them. So I will reply to you soon, Ryan. And to the rest of you, uh, yeah, unqualifiedpodcast.gmail.com. We do check it, albeit maybe sometimes not within 72 hours, but normally. Um, and, and, and we'll do that kind of stuff. Uh, and for everything else, you can find us on qualifiedgamers.com. We also have an Android app in the Google Play Store. And uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Who's your favorite character in Hyrule Warriors? The Master Sword. <laughs>